Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Mess All Podcast. Hi, guys. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. Hey, everyone. Just give you a little heads up about this episode. We had some recording problems at the first uh to give you a little background we do a video podcast of this as well so we do a live podcast on mondays and then we take that audio and i clean it up a little bit we had some problems when we were doing the podcast so hopefully you bear with us for about the first six minutes or so let's just say it was a monday and we had traveled that weekend um one of the most disappointing problems was our dog eating one of our one of our uh, products. Yeah, we uh, had to step out of the room for a second while we were recording, and um, we had our dumplings on a table. So you'll hear us talk about that during the podcast. But like I said, please forgive us our first six minutes or so on the choppiness. But it was a fun episode, and we did enjoy doing it. So. Yeah, and I think you guys will enjoy it too. So on with the episode. Hey everybody, I hope you've been enjoying our summer farmer's market tours so far this year. Because we have more! (laughs) (laughs) We definitely have more. I think we... Like it or lump it. (laughs) Yeah. We went to Edmonton this weekend for a little road trip and we picked up... um, Some goodies. Hey, everybody, I hope you are still with us. Uh, we had a little technical difficulties there. Uh, the internet yeah. went down in the house. <laughs> and then I dro- her dog ate some things. <laughs> but yeah, so we don't know where we cut off or what happened, but we went to Edmonton. Um, it was fun. We picked some stuff up from the farmer's market, and then our internet went down. I blame Edmonton. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all Edmonton's fault. It's all downhill from here. So, yeah, shall we start this episode off again? Um, if you're uh, still, you're with, still us, with us, I hope. <laughs> Let us know if you're still here. Let us know if we're still there. <laughs> we're going to start with a an Edmonton specialty, green onion cakes from the Green Onion Cake Man. So green onion cakes were introduced to Edmontonians by... Siu To, when he opened up the first northern Chinese restaurant in Edmonton in 1978. Unlike food from southern China, northern Chinese cuisine focuses more on bread than rice. So then he started bringing these green onion cakes to festivals and in the 80s in Edmonton became popular. And there's actually a movement to make it the official dish of Edmonton. So... In my research of green onion cakes, I don't know who's had them. I've made them and you kind of roll it and then flatten it out as a pancake. And there's lots of recipes out there. Um, Even he gives his recipe. I guess he got six. Mr. Toe, two. So he gave his recipe to everyone. He does cooking demonstrations. But anyway, in my research, I came across was pizza invented by Chinese. And one of the stories goes that Marco Polo brought a green onion pancake back to Italy and then they start putting the filling on top and put cheese but that's but pizza was around for 250 years before Marco Polo was even born so let's give it a try yeah I'm look um you want to cut it no because I can't reach (laughs) (laughs) I have a little 
Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, <laughs> arms. Yeah, so the ones we got were toaster ready. We just yeah. dunked it in the toaster. So I was excited for this because I've listened to a podcast that was on the Alberta Podcast Network, and they talked about the Green Onion Cake Man. So when I first saw these, I was really excited, so I'm glad that we got it because I, I think it is a part of Edmonton and what Edmonton is sort of known for maybe. So like I said, I was very glad I saw this and glad we got it. So I'm going to give it a try now. I'm I was enjoying it so much. I just had to leave and just let it like just savor it. It's really good. It is good. Better than my homemade ones, I think. I think dunking these in some wonton soup would be amazing. Mm. Yeah. And the um suggestion I think is a sambal dip. Oh, okay. Which would also yeah, be really good. Be really some good. spice. So we like spice. I don't usually finish. We just eat little bites. <laughs> he gave me half. I'm finishing it. Yeah, it's so good. He should. Mm-hmm. I I think you should have a whole thing. So. Yeah, and if you can't get to Edmonton, look up his recipe. I don't think it's the same. The next, well, we uh. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by the inaugural YEG PodFest, presented by Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with the Alberta Podcast Network and LitFest, Canada's nonfiction festival. Running October 1st through 3rd, the festival will be held entirely online this year, so anyone can experience it. Events will include masterclasses with experts, panel discussions, feature interviews, and more. Some of APN's podcasters will be part of these events with guests from around the world. To find out more, head to yegpodfest.ca and sign up to receive updates. We're going to try dumplings. So yeah, so we don't have any dumplings. Um, Our dog ate them. (laughs) Were they good, Buster? Give us your your opinion. He looks like he thinks they were good. (laughs) They were. They did look good. Yeah. But we still have some. Maybe we'll cook them up for the next episode and go from there but yeah from they were smoky corn dumplings so the next thing we're going to move to is stroopwafel so i don't know if i'm saying this word correctly so we have stroopwafel which are dutch um wafer cookies and they take two and sandwich caramel normally filling in between them and they're from the gouda region from the early 1800s so i guess they bakers would repurpose scra- uh, scraps from waffles and the crumbs and mix them with syrup and put it in a waffle in the waffle iron but i mean their waffles were from belgium so and we got ours from the dutch girl sweets and cakery which cakery is a fun word <laughs> I, I this is first time i ever heard the word cakery and i love it and they are known for their vegan and gluten-free treat so i don't think stroopwafel themselves are often gluten-free and vegan but these ones these ones are caramel and chocolate <laughs> i got the care i got the unicorn pack because <laughs> they had both it just it's unicorn because of that there's no unicorns harmed in the making of these stroopwafel i mean they didn't tell me that i just assumed that Look, everyone's here tonight. Here's Ava. So, oh, the actual, I thought the filling was chocolate, but the waffle itself oh, is I thought it was chocolate like a... and the caramel in the middle. So, okay. When I saw them, I thought it was just like a chocolate oh. topping. All right. Anyone want to vote? Are we going to have the vanilla or the chocolate? Ava gets a vote. He chose chocolate. Oh, I was thinking both. I'm all right with that. I always want to try waffle. I've never tried it. Oh, and it's chocolate. Actually, I can't tell if this is caramel or chocolate. No, it's caramel. Mm. It's like cinnamon in there or something. Yeah, that's what I was Maybe thinking. Maybe clove? Like a cinnamon sugar almost. And I do love cinnamon. 
and chocolate together. I don't know why he passed me such a big piece. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but... <laughs> Not that it's bad, but I think the chocolate one was better. Yeah, and it was definitely because of the cinnamon. Yeah. Like I said, that one was good, but the chocolate was way better. I wish like, we tried the vanilla first. Yeah, me too. I mean, I always feel when I eat cookies... Now I should go, mmm, cookie, and shove them all in my mouth. But yeah, so I'd like to compare them to ones that aren't gluten free, but I would, I didn't miss the gluten. I don't even think for a gluten free product, I didn't even think about it being gluten free. It was just really good. Yeah, and I didn't even know till tonight it was gluten free. I just saw yeah. them. And I'm like, I need these. This display, they had all these cakes. They had a smoked butterscotch cake. I believe that was the same booth at the Strathcona Market. We saw them somewhere else, but they also had an edible cookie dough in a little tub. Also looked good. It was a hard decision. I know, because you talked about that for a while. I know. And, and then even though we saw them, we should have went to the other one when we re-saw them. It was like a second chance. Mm -hmm. So talking about vegan and gluten-free, we have vegan cheese. We have buffalo mozzarella. Um, it's spelled a different way, but it's from For the Love of Cheese, from the Vegan Cheesery, or For the Love of Cheese, which is a vegan cheesery. Cheesery, up there with cakery. I think I like cheesery better. I don't know. They're both pretty fun words. <laughs> Mozzarella comes from the word for cutting by hand, but it's, I feel like I might be using this term kind of wrong, but mozzarella was given a PDO indicator, which it means protected designation designation of origin. So like Gouda, where the soup waffles came from, but Gouda cheese, things like Gorgonzola, cognac, champagne, Melton Mowbray, pork pies also like it. Protect it by their geographical region, and so is that like champagne or Dijon mustard? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it just in it indicates a geographical and traditional specialty. So it's all it's this mozzarella is made with almond milk. Yeah, they, and milk spelled with a Y, I guess, because it's not real milk. So it looks delicious. Looks kind of like bocconcini. I did cut them up a little bit. Yeah, just for. Yeah, so we didn't have to eat a whole block, but then I cut two of them up, one each. Yeah. <laughs> we have four pieces. The thing that really surprised me, though, when I reached in the bag to get them, it's in a brine, but it wasn't so like a slimy brine. Do you find feta slimy? Yeah. Okay. Like mm, it's so creamy. Yeah, bocconcini brine is. That's so creamy. Mm. That would melt so nicely on a pizza. And yeah. I want to just drizzle some balsamic mm -hmm. on that and have some, I got some nice grape tomatoes, the yellow and red ones from the farmer's market. Yeah, it was. It was really smooth. The texture was, um, I didn't know what to expect, but it, it's definitely a different texture than your traditional mozzarella. It's not as firm, but it's, it's still. It's creamier, yeah. almost like, almost like a goat cheese creamy nut. Yeah. A little firmer than that, though. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was great. The flavor yeah. was pretty good. Uh, the texture, again, I think that would be really good in a grilled cheese. Like, yeah, yeah. I think vegan cheeses have come a long way since, like, soy cheese that I couldn't even try when we tried it for my son a couple of years, like, 10 yeah. years ago, maybe yeah. more. And it just disgusted me, the smell, the feel, the way it didn't melt. And I think maybe nut cheese is the way to go. They also yeah. make a coconut. I think it might be Gouda. So coconut milk. So that one would be nut free. But I'm I'm impressed and wondering what it would be like on a green onion pancake. Yeah, me too. Um, especially melted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right out of the toaster. Because <laughs> that's we got the ones that went in the toaster. I think I said that. But yeah, so... The next thing we have are marshmallow. Also, these ones from the 
the Little Mallow Company. They're peanut-free, gluten-free yet again, made by hand by, for, with locally sourced honey and real f- fruit puree. I talked to the woman who makes them, Julie Sindrick, and she was just so sweet. She, We got three different kinds. We got bubblegum, er, lavender earl gray, and raspberry. And she threw extra samples in. We try, I tried a passion fruit one. I was on the fence between passion fruit and raspberry. And she was just really sweet. She really, I felt bad. She really wanted to talk a lot about her product. And then we, it was just sort of time I had to go. Russell had kind of a meltdown. We just had to like, I had to keep it going. And I could have talked to her about her marshmallows all day. <laughs> so marshmallows were first said to be made by ancient Egyptians as far back as 2000 BC. But they used the root of the marshmallow plant and they would boil it down and mash it with honey and it would help soothe a sore throat. And Oh, and they strained it. And then in the 1800s, French candy store owners would whip up the root and with sugar and egg whites and water and then put them in molds. But then they started using starch to speed up the drying time. And then after a while, instead of root, they used gelatin. There's no actual marshmallow in them anymore. So I did try the passion fruit one. It was delicious. And I can't wait to try them all. The Earl Lavender, like lavender Earl Grey. Earl Grey is one of my favorite mm-hmm. flavors. But then ugh, these raspberry ones were so pink and so beautiful and made with real fruit puree. They're so soft. Mm-hmm. They're like. A pillowy marshmallow. They're mm. not like what you buy at yeah. a store. Yeah, they're. Mm. You can taste that raspberry. A but little bit can, sour. Like you can feel that difference. It's so fluffy, natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's really fluffy and nice, and not like other marshmallows aren't. But it's just, it's even softer. But it's yeah, yeah like it's it. more softer. real. It's more real. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely softer. I often want to just smush marshmallows in my face, but I want to savor these. Now we have the bubble gum. Mm. So beautiful with that, the swirls. That oh, was good. So fun. I mean, you can put them on cocoa or make s'mores or whatever, but I just want to eat them out of hand. I think using these to make s'mores is like, you just. Sacrilege almost. It yeah, because lost. It, I think it would just be overpowering the chocolate. Like you would have to have a really good chocolate. And I like Hershey's chocolate, but I think you need something more elegant, more delicate. Yeah. Now, I think she had a s'mores marshmallow there. It was hard. There were so many flavors. It was hard to decide. I kind of went, yeah. I knew right away I was getting the lavender one. And then when I saw bubble gum, I'm like, that's fun looking. This is really nice. I wish we had tried it before the bubble gum because the bubble gum is so flavorful. And this is more, no, mute it sounds wrong, but it's, I don't know. I wish I had that first because I still have the bubble gum flavor in my mouth, which isn't a bad flavor, but. I don't know what kind this is. It has a little chocolate chip on top. You don't have to even bite into it to know that it's like mint chocolate chip. It's Mm -hmm. so good. I guess it wasn't green, so. (laughs) Wow, that's nice and minty. But not like a overly fake mint? Oh, no. I'm willing to bet it's real mint. Yeah, it's delicious. It's refreshing. That's what I want in my marshmallows. Just a nice refreshness. (laughs) We should have tried the passion fruit one. I held on to these. We went Sunday, Saturday to the market. I had to try one. I just had to. I couldn't even wait. I I could barely wait past that day. Ooh, this one has sprinkles. So fun. I'm going to guess birthday cake. I should have looked up. I think having that mint one was so refreshing that it overpowered this a little bit. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it's bad. Just... Maybe you shouldn't but eat I do three lo- different kinds in a row. <laughs> Maybe and- we shouldn't have five different marshmallows all in a row. <laughs> have five of the same all in a row. <laughs> and the stand, the packaging, just so cute. But 
I didn't disappoint. Sometimes when I'm so excited about something, I'm disappointed. That was fantastic. I'm fine her. If you're in Edmonton, find her. Yeah, um, I know Lisa just chimed in. Um, my favorite treat, marshmallow. You should go to the Stratacona Farmer's Market. Yeah, I say it wrong. Go there. I let them know. On Saturday. Stock up on these. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. I don't know if they have a lemon one. Yeah, you can look up all the flavors, or at least some of them are on the website. That's um, Little Mallow Company. The Little Mallow Company. And that you can see a bunch of the flavors. I'm, I, I'm not even sure if they're all there, but... I think there might be a place to email her. Lemon would be good too. It was yeah, I think there that, should be one like a, and then it would be like lemon meringue. Oh, it kind of, I think. Yeah, it, they were just so good. Yeah, I I need to try them on their own. I feel like some had a stronger flavor, so that the what I had next, I couldn't taste it as well. And that doesn't mean that they were bad. That just means I don't know. That bubble gum was. That mint was so minty, though. I can, I'm can, i still minty. Yeah. Um, I don't even know my favorite. I'm so excited right now. I don't know <laughs> if I'm talking as fast as I am in my head, but yeah, uh, I had I, a lot of sugar. Just just a little sugar there. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, so that was good. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, that bubble gum was so fun. It was kind of reminded me of bubble gum ice cream, like fun like that, but it was yeah. nice bubble gum flavor. Our dog, I would be so mad at him for <laughs> eating our dumplings, but which I was so looking forward to, smoky corn and veggie dumplings, but... We still have but some. look at them. Yeah, we have some. We'll have so, to let you know. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you in part by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor waiting to give back to the community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about their work through the Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, there were some things we got hungry that we had to eat, and we had to eat that. And so one thing, our son got coconut cotton candy from Spun Sugar. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah, because we've had flavored um, cotton candy on the Uh, show before, and... But not, like, not as good as this, like, from grocery stores and, like... Just, this was a notch above, like... When I say a notch above, I think I'm misunderstanding misquoting that yeah i'd say several notches above we were disappointed by the cotton candy not this and there are so many flavors it was russell got to pick so he got coconut which i might have gotten any well i might have gotten except for they had pina colada ones do they have a cosmo one they had a pino or just was pino it was red it was red so probably pino What's the red version? There's red wine one. <laughs> I feel they might have had a white wine one too, but I mean, he didn't choose that. So sponge sugar, was that was worth yeah, it. that was good. I um, like that. I also, and Avery didn't have this because I inhaled it. Um, I had a cruffin from AY and Company Bakehouse. Yeah, I had a, half a cruffin. Oh, did you have a piece? Yeah, I did give you a piece. The pistachio. Yeah. It was a pistachio. There was like a custard kind of. They also, I think, do gluten-free. So, or no, vegan. 
So for anyone who doesn't know, a cruffin is when you stuff a croissanto into a muffin tin, and then these were filled. There were so many different flavors. First created in Melbourne in 2013. Hmm. Yeah, so I've heard of them. Never had one. The filling was so good. I do like croissant. They had croissants, too, that looked beautiful, but the cruffin caught my eye. I think I was, like, across the aisle. I didn't even care about arrows and COVID. (laughs) I just, like, (laughs) think I had beelined for it, but... Then had to decide which type. And then possibly the most excited was meat. Well, I was most excited because I've never had these things, but as well was Meat Street Pies, which was created by a British pastry chef. And it showed. Yeah. Um, Avery had a Cornish pasty, which also is protected. Is it a protected geographical statue you know the same thing i was talking yeah. about I, I feel like i've used the words wrong and i can't read my writing so that's there's beef potatoes we couldn't tell if there was rutabaga or not but it was delicious avery doesn't like yeah. turn up a rutabaga so he didn't but think i thought there it was, was good but... I, i've always wanted one yeah and i saw it so i really wanted to get it and i'm glad i did so flaky it was that pastry was so good it almost outshined the filling that was inside. Yeah. But, yeah. But I think the only thing that was missing for me would have been some brown sauce to dip it in. Yeah. You to probably, go full British. He would have used ketchup. We all know. <laughs> but I was most excited for an Eccles cake. <laughs> I've never had an Eccles cake. For anyone who knows, it's just like almost like mincemeat. There's like currants and like sugar and just in a pie, but it's called an Eccles cake. It's just like a little handheld pie. Um, also, it's not, pro- it doesn't have a geographical protection. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's a play, it's based out of a place. So anyone can make them and call them that. But yeah, they tried. <laughs> it didn't work. But I always see on Coronation Street at Roy's Rolls, they buy Eccles cakes. <laughs> There's even a dog called Eccles. So I was super excited. And it did not disappoint. It might have been. No, it didn't. Uh, I can't say what the best thing we got was. I, I thought, you know, the Cornish pasty was good. Yeah. But the Eccles cake was so much better. I think the filling didn't outshine the pastry on that. But it they were both, of, like, really good. Like It kind of made the pastry, like, right against the pastry. Almost that kind of, like, I don't want to say soggy. That sounds bad. Against the pastry feeling that I like. But then, but it wasn't all the way through. Just that little tiny bit yeah. where it touched the pastry. Not, it didn't seep all the way through and i like that a little bit but then super flaky i feel like saying it's soggy that's not the right word that sounds bad that sounds like an insult no definitely wasn't soggy no that's not the right word but a little bit like softer like it was kind of that like just starting to soak in because it was warm yeah she uh the lady that was there at the counter with us she when we asked her the eccles cake she said do you want a fresh one like just out of the oven and of course, we had to. I don't to. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I was just so excited that yeah, I. So yeah. it was so good. Like, like I said, that pastry on there was top notch. Like, yeah, just so flaky and tender and delicious. Like, I, I should really have bought good. another one. I gained two pounds this weekend. <laughs> I don't know if I told you that two pounds. We were there for twenty four hours. <laughs> half of those were at farmers markets. Not even half those hours, but yeah, it was worth it. It yeah. was worth some extra. I didn't even exercise today. I didn't. I was going to say worth some extra crunches, but <laughs> yeah, but it was so good. I was so glad we hit up those spots. Um, yeah. We have some great foods coming up in the next couple of weeks too, including um, maybe dumplings, or we'll tell you about the dumplings. <laughs> I'm looking forward to those dumplings. Buster ate them all on us, but you know, I, I've 
I was glad I saw the honest dumplings there because I've mm-hmm. seen them for a while. I've been on the webpage for the uh, Uproots Collective. Yeah, because yeah, they have some awesome stuff. We have another item from them on next yeah. week's episode or maybe the week yeah. after. Uh, we got a chocolate bar, which I'm super excited for. Raw it's, chocolate bar. It's in our freezer right now because that's where they told us to keep it so it would stay fresh. When he gave it to us, it was out of the freezer as well. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, we have some other cool yeah. stuff. I couldn't even wait for the episode <laughs> to be over to pick at the crumbs there. What, I was waiting for this green onion. What were some of your favorite? What was your oh, favorite marshmallow? I'm going to tell you my The bubble think. gum. Yeah, I was going to say the bubble gum as well. Followed by a close second on that uh, chocolate mint. chip mint. But I that, feel like if we had the Earl Grey, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm just super excited right now. <laughs> that if I had that first, I would have tasted that more. So, but yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Um, uh, Just the same thing almost. It's not that the other ones were horrible. Like, oh, no. They were all delicious, but I don't know. I just thought that bubblegum was so much. It seemed almost had this... Like a 1% more airiness to it. That yeah. softness to it. The I don't know. The look of it was so cute. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that was it. I eat with my eyes first, like a lot of people do. And it looked good. Like the raspberry one was good, too. Yeah. I was surprised by how raspberry it was. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because like there was a nice raspberry flavor in there. Fresh it was. Um, yeah. Nothing was bad. That... The cinnamon and the chocolate stroop waffle. I want to say it was cinnamon. Yeah. That the cheese and I was not. I was like, ah, vegan cheese. Like I didn't, you know, like I love cheese and I'm like vegan. You can't like I. I had a bad attitude going in, <laughs> but it, that was so good and it creamy was. and. You know, we've had two good vegan cheeses lately too. That queso dip. And I had one at at a party a couple of months ago now i guess like yeah cashew so one. i know we're trying to have less meat here so these vegan options are great yeah um, and that green onion cake yeah i was not disappointed by the green onion cake that's one of the biggest things that i wanted to get in edmonton i'm glad i saw it at several different farmers markets yeah. i'm glad we got it i was not disappointed at all they had some beautiful looking pasta, fresh pasta as well. That little, was it called a rooster crown? It looked like orange and it was filled, but yeah, yeah. I assume there was egg in it. And we just, I don't know. We had to cook that more, but a green onion cake just seemed more. Well, even the, uh, the, the, dumplings. the dumplings were sort of like a brownish tinge. Like they, they reminded me of like a Southwest looking, if you were to think of a Southwest looking dumpling, that's what it looked like. And Buster will tell you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating his food when he turns his back. No, so just, you're eating your own cooking. You do give him you make meat for him. It's not really that <laughs> that bad. It's just ground beef often. But Yeah, so I'm everything was super good. Um we've had some healthy things in the past. Part of it could be that we had a little less healthy things too. Yeah. That could be part of it, but the healthy things are good too, but I can't. Those, everything was good. Everything was terrific. Again, I feel like, markets. yeah, I feel like a gift of like marshmallows for someone would be good. Yeah. And I know we got gifts of marshmallows last yeah. Christmas. From, Thanks, Trevor. Yeah. Globe, Globe, the Globe Trevor. Trevor. The Globe he was Trevor. on the British episode um, way back. What was that episode? 85 maybe <laughs> um we're at episode 145 now yeah. so uh he was on a while ago but yeah 
those marshmallows that he made. They for were delicious. But I think these were a little bit a cut above those. I feel like we should thank him for those with marshmallows, but nobody's getting those marshmallows. And I was like, <laughs> oh, they're nut free, egg free. Russell could have them. He is not getting one single bit of that. <laughs> I'll give him some marshmallows. No name from the bag. <laughs> and he'll be just as happy. But yeah. Yeah. But thanks everybody for tuning in. Sorry about the uh, me- mess up. We lost the internet for a minute. I had to go down and scramble, but thanks for That's sticking with us. That's why we call the mess hall. <laughs> only, <laughs> only we're in a room. Yeah, so again, thanks for tuning in. Just do us a favor. Tell two friends about the podcast. Get two friends to listen. Yeah. And then well, maybe they can get two friends to listen, and they can get two friends. Also, Calgary people, um, if you have, like, we really heard about the green onion pancakes and thought we should try those if you know something calgar like calgarian we should try at a farmer's market let us know yeah that'd be we'll great. try to go yeah we always look for great stuff so yeah. now i'm sugared up i'm super <laughs> excited i cut avery off like a dozen times yeah i think it's so, time to go to bed yeah thanks everybody for joining in thanks guys